Hello, and welcome back to Free Indeed. Today we're in John chapter 10. Let's do it. I assure you, anyone who doesn't enter the sheep pen by the door, but climbs in some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. The doorkeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all his own outside, he goes ahead of them. The sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. They will never follow a stranger. Instead, they will run away from him because they don't recognize the voice of strangers. Jesus gave this illustration, but they did not understand what he was telling them. So Jesus said again, I assure you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal, kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it in abundance. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The the hired man, since he is not the shepherd and doesn't own the sheep, leaves them and runs away when he sees a wolf coming. The wolf then snatches and scatters them. This happens because he is a hired man and doesn't care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me. As the Father knows me and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. But I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. Then there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I am laying down my life, so I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay down, lay it down on my own. I have the right to lay it down, and I have the right to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Again, a division took place among the Jews because of these words. Many of them were saying, He has a demon, he's crazy. Why do you listen to him? Others were saying, These aren't the words of someone demon-possessed. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Then the festival of dedication took place in Jerusalem, and it was winter. Jesus was walking in the temple complex of Solomon's colonnade. Then the Jews surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. I did tell you, and you don't believe, Jesus answered them. The works that I do in my Father's name testify about me. But you don't believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, ever. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Again the Jews picked up rocks to stone him. Jesus replied, I have shown you many good works from the Father. Which of these works are you stoning me for? We aren't stoning you for good work, the Jews answered, but for blasphemy. Because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Isn't it written in your law, I said you are gods? If he called those to whom the word of God came to gods, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say you are blaspheming to the one the Father set apart and sent into the world? Because I said, I am the Son of God. If I am do if I am not doing my Father's works, don't believe me. But if I am doing them and you don't believe me, believe the works. This way, you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Then they were trying again to seize him, but he, yet he eluded their grasp. So he departed again across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing earlier. 
and he remained there. Many came to him and said, John never did a sign, but everything John said about this man was true, and many believed in him there. Let's pray. Hey, God. Um, Wow. We thank you so much for this chapter. We thank you for the book of John. We thank you for your word that is living and active in our lives, that we come to you each day and we learn more about who you are, that we grow, that we are being nourished and spiritually fed. What a blessing that is to be able to know and love you. And Father, we know that we cannot be your disciples. We cannot love you if we don't know you. Can't know we can't love what we don't know. So God, we seek you. We seek your character. We seek to know who you are each day when we come to your word. And Father, we run to you. We we avoid, we step away from all the distractions of this life, and we we lay down our time for you, God. We ask that you invade our hearts, that you would that we would give our lives to you as living sacrifices. We'd open our hands. We give to you our time and, and everything that we have, our, our our lives, we lay down. And God, in the simplest way, we just give you this time. We give you our attention. We ask that you'd speak to us, Father. We ask for more of your spirit. We ask for for more of you in this place. Fill our hearts with your love. Overwhelm us, Father. You are the good shepherd. Help us to hear and know your voice. To know your ways. And God, the only way that we can can hear you and know you and know the sound of your voice is by running to you, to your word, diving deeper into to, to learning about who you are, to be able to discern what you are saying what we are to do. And God, we pray Romans 12, 1 today that we would be living sacrifices holy and acceptable to you. We lay ourselves down. We lay our selfishness, our insecurity, our fear, our shame, our doubt, our hurt. We lay down the things that keep us from you, the things that are in between. God, I lay down to you everything that I'm holding on to. Everything that scares me, everything that distracts me from you, I lay it down at your feet. And I let you work on me. I open my heart, I open myself to be worked on by you, to be changed by you. God, have your way with me. Do what you will with me. I am your servant. I'm nothing more than just flesh and bone, a vessel to be used for your glory. So God, use me. However you see fit, whatever that looks like, I give myself to you. You are my God. I thirst for you. In a land that is dry, desolate, and without water. I seek your face. I gaze on your beauty. And your faithful love is better than life. I love you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Jesus came not to receive life or to receive things or to sit on a gold throne, but he came to give his life. To give us life. 
He came to give himself. Hmm. Yeah. And he is our example. He's our shepherd that we follow. So let's go give ourselves and and give ourselves to the shepherd. You know, we don't have to go outside right now and just go do stuff that we think is good. Um, No, we, we can just run to God and ask for his clarity, ask for his voice to lead us, ask for him to be our shepherd, to go before us, as it says in scripture. And, and we just have to have the obedience to follow the, the courage that it takes to follow. But but even then, we can step in there and know that we don't, we're not going to do anything. We don't have to really do anything. We don't have to change anyone's hearts or minds or whatever. We just have to trust God and, and that he won't leave us halfway. As Philippians 1, 6 says that he will carry to completion the way he started in us until the day of Christ Jesus. He doesn't leave us halfway in between. When he calls us to do something, he takes us all the way through. But let's make sure that he's calling us to it. So let's seek his character, his voice. Let's seek who he is so we can discern his speaking to us. Let's dive in to his word, to knowing, commit to knowing and loving him every day. And I pray the shalom of Jesus be with you today. His fullness and peace would be over you. Amen and amen.